All right. Well, today I'm just uh, thinking about this crazy little thing called love, and it's not really crazy. Um, and it's, well, not, um, it's not erotic love. I'm not thinking about that kind of love as in lovemaking. I'm not thinking about affectionate love as in friendship. And um, I'm not thinking of love that's connected to family and relatives as in kinship. But today I'm thinking about that thing called agape love. That's the Greek word for it. It's the highest form of love, and it actually comes alongside. It can come alongside of all the other types of love that I mentioned. It's the type of love God had toward us in giving His only begotten Son. And um, it strength, strengthens the bond between friends as they walk through life together. It improves the relationship of a man and a wife in marriage. And um, agape love fortifies the love links in families, making them more resilient. Now, some of us may have been brought up by loving families, some maybe not. You may have parents who severely beat you or even abuse you. Friends sometimes use and abuse us also, right? Whatever it was for you in your life, even with the best scenario, though, um, no one has ever loved you with a perfect love. No, uh, no one has given you a perfect example of loving. We're all broken sinners. That is, of course, except one, Jesus Christ, God's only Son. And in a minute we'll talk about how through Him we're able to access this, this agape love um, and to reach out to others through it. But before we do, let's look at... Uh, a few things that Paul says about love in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, beginning with verse 1. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a, a clean, clinging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Now, Paul seems to be contrasting agape love against um, religious structures and practice uh, practices, uh, self-righteousness even. Things that we call spiritual sometimes, but they don't have any love connected to them. So they're fake. Um, he may be implying that they're better than the real thing that love is, but I don't, I don't see that. I don't see how you can separate them. If you can, yeah, that's true. It is true still, but um, love uh, is involved in in um, in you know uh, faith. Even love, love is at the root. I think. Of, of understanding the knowledge, the true knowledge in the Bible about God, that, that God shows us, you know, and, and all these things. So I think I think this is possibly, uh, Paul's comparing agape love to um, religious structure and practices that don't have love, you know. And we can sometimes do some of the same things 
that uh, a believer walking with Christ is doing. But if we do them without love, they mean nothing. I think that's the point Paul is, is making. Let's look just uh, very briefly at what he said. If I speak with the tongues of men and angels. Now, he might have been alluding to the gift of speaking in tongues. Um, and some people then and today elevate themselves with this gift. Once I had a man come to me that, that told me that I was likely not a believer if I didn't have the gift of speaking in tongues. And that's a false statement. The Bible is very clear about that. Um, so, but, you know, I, I, all this is seems to be making me think, where do we get our confidence in? Uh, what is our confidence in? Isn't it, is it in our ability to speak well or to speak in tongues or to, to give good, good spiritual counsel? Is that where we get our confidence? Um, maybe to, uh, to pray spiritually sounding prayers? Is that what builds you up to be able to do that? No. Paul says, no matter how you look at it, that love is way more important than anything else in regards to to speaking um, yeah uh, though I speak if I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not love right is that what he says it says uh, um, I'm a noisy or a clanging symbol so yeah right so he continues and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. So for some, it's your education that gives you confidence. And it makes you feel a little elite. I mean, be honest. Um, maybe it's uh, a master's degree in business, or maybe it was at the theological seminary. Some are, are proud because of their schooling. And I hope that that's not where you get your confidence in daily life. Because if you don't have love, connected to those things that are uh, motivating you to use uh, those tools for the glory of God in love, uh, they, they mean nothing. Uh, Paul continues, if I have all faith that so as to remove mountains, deprive yourself that you're a go-getter, that, uh, that you uh, maybe, this is kind of an oxymoron, but some people even take pride in themselves for having faith in God, you know, that seems kind of weird to me. But, um, yeah, in your own abilities or in your faith, no. Without love, that's that, that's just chaff in the wind. Verse 3, if I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, do you take pride in being a giver? <laughs> Plenty of people do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much human nature to feel good about yourself when you give. But, it, it you know, it, it doesn't give you an edge with people or with God in reality. It doesn't make God accept you more than he might accept someone who didn't give as much as you. Let your confidence be in God. And um, without love, you may give everything you have, even your body to be burned as a sacrifice and it would be like hogwash right it, it could be a thousand different things but paul seems to be using these religious references uh, for the corinthians here 
But he is telling us how agape love is greater than anything we can do or any title we could ever have. So, again, question, where is your confidence? Is it in something in the flesh today? Because if it is, um, then it's probably not connected to love. Because love, um, love disconnects you from self, right? Uh, it casts out fear. Um, it could be uh, your station in life. You might have been born to a poor family. And if you're in another country like India, um, maybe that's where your confidence comes from. You're born in maybe a middle class or an upper class, and you take pride in that. Or maybe here in America, you take pride in the color of your skin. These are all racist, self-exalting prejudices. Um, the text says they're all rubbish if we don't have love. Look, the ability to love others with agape love is better than being rich, smart, or even a generous leader that can move mountains. All those things, all money, knowledge, worldly abilities, they're going to turn back into dust. But the, the ability to love is to love as Jesus did has eternal consequences. It's superior to all those things we mentioned. And it's, this is really good news, friends. It's not dependent on talents, the ability to sing or play an instrument. This is godly love. It's, it's servanthood love. It's the kind of love God had when he sent his only son to be paid the wages of our sins. And then on the third day, to defeat death, that he might raise us up, incorruptible, to be with him. We can't truly show that kind of love to others unless we have accepted the love of God that comes through Jesus. He transforms us. We see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, and he transforms us. And uh, we're a new creation, and we're able, uh, his spirit is leading lives in us after that. And we can love others with agape love. First uh, John 4, 19 says, uh, We love because he first loved us. And then Paul in 1 Corinthians 13, he goes on and explains um, a little bit about the, uh, the how you, I think you'll be able to see how difficult this would be for a lost person to do. He explains love a little more. Uh, verse 4, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things endures all things, love never ends. So you can see how impossible this would be for someone who had not realized God's love to for them to be able to love like this. Yeah, right. Not not be irritable or resentful, envy or brag, yeah, arrogant or prideful or rude, uh, not insisting on their own way. Yeah, yeah, that is an impossibility without Jesus. Uh, working in your life. Um, 
But, you know, I think it's really good for believers. You know, if you think about it like this, have you ever been depressed? Like, <laughs> because uh, you feel like you don't have any talents or you're just not good at anything? You know, we don't have to be talented or important. That's what Paul is saying. Uh, we don't have to be a good speaker, right? If you have received the love of Jesus, you can love others. You can forgive others. You can uh, you cannot insist on getting your own way. You can be a servant, right? So that's really good news. You don't have to feel depressed. Um, if you're if you're living in a nursing home right now, you may be stuck there, and you may be so depressed. And uh, but because you can't get out, you can't. Fulfill your purpose, you feel like. You can't do the things you used to do. You can't hardly even walk across the room. There's no need to be depressed about that. None of that matters. If you've received the love of Jesus, you can love others. And that is what makes a difference in the world and for eternity. Uh, you don't have to be continue to be blue. Uh, if your mind doesn't process things as fast as it used to, or your hearing or your eyesight are dimming, maybe you can't get up out of the chair, like I said, none of that matters. You've received the love of Jesus, and you can love others. That's what will last. Um, loving others, love never fails. It's agape love. Love will be victorious, period. That is how it is. And the time will come one day when we all meet the Lord face to face. And any talent we use, and God does give talents, they're tools uh, to be welded uh, with love. Any talents we use, any words we spoke, any deed we did that was not motivated by godly, agape love will be burned up and the ashes will blow away into nothingness. If your life showed, God, showed godly, agape love, it will be an indication that you were motivate, motivated, quickened, by, made alive by the righteousness of Jesus working out through your life. I'm just going to read a, a few little verses here, and then I'll just close. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. 1 John 3.16 By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. 1 John 4.11 Beloved, if God so lo loved us, we also ought to love one another. And finally, 1 Corinthians 16.14 Let all that you do be done in love. Father God, thank you for your word and... Um, Thank you for having this um, agape love toward us, Lord. We did not deserve it. We did not do anything to deserve it. We cannot work for it. 
We did not even will it. It was not of him that willed, willeth or of him that runneth, but you who give mercy. In your mercy, Lord, you reached down to us when we were not looking for you, Lord. Thank you for um, for telling us, uh, for, for calling us into life like you called Lazarus from the grave, Lord. Um, thank you, Lord, that you showed us the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, Lord. And help us not to take your love for granted, Father, but to walk in your love and in your joy and to point others to your awesomeness and share your love with them every day, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.